This is A Smaller Life, a podcast about making more conscious and more ethical choices within our crafts. Hosted by me, Saskia de Feiter, I am a small business owner who wants to grow by going smaller. Together with local makers, I make tools, yarns and accessories for knitters that want to buy less, buy better, make more and make it last. Keeping away the overwhelm and all the ridiculousness of overconsuming within our crafts. That's what I'm focusing on. In the podcast, I endeavor to answer the questions we ask ourselves before we start a project. What do we buy? Where do we buy? Who do we buy from? Or don't we buy at all, but use what we already have? Because when you think about what you do, you take more time and end up with less of everything. As a result, you'll get a smaller life. Cake is the brand that is free of race, sex, age, size, anything. I want it to be completely inclusive. In my journey to find out how I can be relevant as a small business owner in these days, I talked to Linda de Ruiter. She is the owner of the Slow Wardrobe. With her layer cakes designs and her home brand yarns, she works to get a brand that is super inclusive and eco-conscious. This is the second part of my interview with Linda. To catch the first part, go back one episode where Linda talks about how she got started in the yarn and textile business. Would you say that you run a, a conscious brand and if so, in what other ways? Because I think you're using linen a lot. Is that a conscious decision for, and if so, for what reason? Now, in terms of the linen that you were referring to and the fabrics that I use, that I want to be as limited as possible in terms of creating a footprint. I want it to be clean and sustainable and reusable and a very long lifespan. So uh, the linen that I use now is being uh, spun specifically for me, tailor-made for my company in Lithuania. And then you can say, well, you know, why don't you use somebody closer by? And the answer is because there isn't anyone. <laughs> if I if I could turn that into a smaller footprint, I definitely would. So the linen is, is spun in Lithuania and then um, sent here and then all made here locally into, into garments. And the knitting yarn that goes with it, the linen knitting yarn, comes from the same mill. So the colors and the blends and everything in terms of color are the same in the fabrics as in the yarn. So going back to the point, well, where will you take it in the future? What I have only just embarked on the exciting step towards the future where I want to try and create more of a fusion between the knitted garments that people wear and the sewn garments that they wear. So um, to be a bit more clear about that, um, the idea is that you know, you you have a garment, a layer cake garment that is sewn that you've bought, but the sleeves that are in that garment, you have knitted yourself and added to it. 
or you know the scarf or the shawl that you are wearing is knitted in colors that are in in that fabric as well so that they go together beautifully and oh, that's such an amazing idea so it's really a whole wardrobe that you offer yes and then of course the next the, the logical next question is well you're expecting people to knit their own sleeves but why don't you then let them sew their own dress mm-hmm. and the idea behind that and, and the, the reason that I haven't gone there or haven't gone there yet is that I have a ridiculously high aesthetic around how clothes are constructed and how they how they sit on a body. Mm. And the reason, so the reason that a layer cake garment, you put it on and you look in the mirror, you think, oh, my God, that looks fantastic. The reason it does is... <laughs> You know, this is going to sound very big headed, but the reason it does is because we spent a ridiculous amount of time making sure that we have like a, a perfect marriage of the fabric that we use, the cut of the garment and the uh, quality of the sewing. And then lastly, when we put it on a person, the fit on that person and if I start selling patterns then I literally can't expect my customers to understand how you get that golden marriage of those four elements so they will take that pattern and they will you know use a viscose fabric or whatever to make the dress and make the apron and even if they are very good behind the sewing machine it will look completely different to the one made in the fabric that I sell so that's the that's the the thing behind it that's my hang-up behind it and if I'll ever get over that hump and then say well okay let's just then sell the pattern together with the fabric so that people can sew it themselves that still then doesn't stop them to say okay I've now made one out of that nice linen now I'm going to make one in cotton oh Oh, that didn't work. Yeah. Well, the pattern, the pat, they'll, they'll say the pattern is not as good as I think it was. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So it, yeah, it's it's really, I I wouldn't be able to let it go either, and especially if you have uh, such high ethics and um, the aesthetic and everything. No, I I totally understand and I agree and. It doesn't have to be a pattern. There's nobody that no. says you have to do that. If you no. have high standards and if you know that whenever people buy it, it will be good. Oh, I couldn't live with the idea that it's so familiar that somebody would like yeah. fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. This slow wardrobe thing that really sucks. It wasn't slow. I spent like seven weeks making it. <laughs> yeah. Not- it's not because of the pattern, dear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't slow. It was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> In terms of slow and fast, um, your journey working towards the more conscious way of doing business, are you are you done? Are you still on it? Do you have a lot of plans for the future. You were already talking a little bit about it and curious to know if a business like yours that is in uh, essentially a small business 
do you want it to grow? Do you think it can grow? Or is there like a limit to it because of some of the things we've already talked about? If you want to build or grow your business in textile crafts, why don't you join our online community for the small monthly contribution of only 10 euros, which is basically $10-ish. You get to hang out, learn from, and share your business and your personal craft journey with all the lovely people there. Support the podcast at the same time, and you get everything wrapped into one loving package. I would love to welcome you there. Go to patternshift.fm and click community. And while you're there, sign up for our emails so you'll never miss a thing. I think there, I think there, because of the internet, I think the potential for the company to grow is significant. But, but whether or not it does, I don't really mind. It sounds a little bit weird, but um, I, I, I don't think I am ambitious enough to believe that I really can change the face of the fashion industry or anything like that. What I want to do is change the way my customers look at their wardrobe and judge their wardrobe. And I want to change the way they feel when they're wearing their clothes. I want them to feel like a walking party every day. Yeah. That's the cake. That's the cake part of the word. You know, it, it's a, it's a party. It's a party on my body. It's a party on a body that I have been trying to hide for years. I should be celebrating my body. It's a, you know, it's the most wonderful machine that I will ever get to steer. We it do have a lot places. in common, don't we? It, <laughs> yes, we do. We do. So if I can do that one customer at a time, that was another, you know, tiny little anecdote, taking um, uh, Andrea to that first show at Yarndale, I said, I have to warn you, uh, you know, going in on the first day, be prepared to be hugged. And she was like, what? I said, I'm not going to say anything more. You'll see. So one of the first customers we have, she would always make a beeline. She comes straight onto my stand and I'm saying, oh my gosh, you know, this is the first time I've seen you walking without a cane. She says, yes, it's because I'm so much stronger. I've lost a bit of weight. My back is better. I actually think I can size down in layer cake now. I can do one size smaller because I've lost some weight, but I've come here to try. And if not, fine, I'm patient. You know, it's like, this is not about getting thinner, but this is about getting fitter. Yes. And I am feeling fitter. And it's because I'm feeling better about myself. And it's because I've been wearing layer cake. That's literally what she said. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God. You know, it's like you hear those stories, you start welling up. And I said, well, I've got a surprise for you. The lady who makes layer cakes, who sews them for me, is here. Look, there she is. So this lady turns around and like literally falls around Andrea's neck saying thank you so much you have changed my life you know kind of thing it's like oh. oh you know it's so cool it's so cool oh my gosh that is wonderful and I do think it's a small revolution I think all these small shops yours mine and and, and numerous different people that we can name and all of us together I like little pebbles you 
throw in a pool and all these circles will meet and they will overlap. And in the end, it will be a revolution in the fashion industry. And we won't do it because we have money. We won't do it because we have banks supporting us. We won't do it because a large group of people uh, is supporting it, but because small groups of people are, are shifting their beliefs and trying to do things differently and slower and more uh, with purpose. Absolutely. It's in supporting each other. It's in supporting each other. We'll be a movement together. I'm actually together. getting goosebumps. And that's why. I'm not lying. I'm yeah. like, it's like a, like a matrix that just forms in my head. And I'm like, I know this will work. We yes. just need time. And we, there's. Yeah. Some of us will have to repeat this this narrative of doing things slower, more intent, more conscious. And I believe in this in this movement. It's a slow movement, but it will happen. And it's so inspiring to talk to people like you who who feel the same thing because on your own, in your own studio or shop or whatever, you can think that you have a nice idea. But when you make the connection with other people and you hear these stories, and that's exactly why I'm making this podcast, I want people to hear that it's a thing, it's a movement, it's out there. And when it's so inspiring to talk to you and to hear uh, your ideas, and at the same time, you're like reflecting my own uh, ideas. And um, I know, I know. I am really getting goosebumps. I know, I, awesome. I, we're, very, we're very much on the same uh, wave w- wavelengths and that's why when you started talking about the conscious knitting club on instagram initially i'm immediately like yes yes where can i sign up the, uh, yes this yes, yes. <laughs> i love <laughs> I that i didn't even properly know what everything was <laughs> that was involved but i knew i didn't either <laughs> i knew that it was absolutely right and the fact that you say that you know me neither it's like yes saskia perfect that's it <laughs> because we're going to do that together that's the whole thing. Exactly. That's the whole thing. It's about this ragtag line of people around the world all holding hands saying, we all get it. We all get it. Yes. Now I've, now yes, I've got goosebumps. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and this is something I wanted to ask you too, because I am not about showing people an Instagram fairy tale, a polished version of things. I want to show people the real version. So it looks like it's obtainable to have a lifestyle like that because they can do it too. And it's all about small steps. And uh, we still have two cars at home. One, one is electric, but still, (laughs) um, <laughs> I am moving into the city and I feel like I have to sell my car because I don't need it anymore but I'm a person and I have like all these emotions and history and I have been driving since my 18th and it's mm. it's felt like my freedom and I don't want to let yeah. it go so I have all these things as well that I need to figure out how how can I do it better? And it's just small steps. And I was wondering, how does your conscious lifestyle, what are things that you are still working on? And maybe you can actually give us a tip, something that you uh, started doing that was 
not so hard? Well, um, one thing that I, I, well, first of all, yes, uh, at home is very much like that. I am in the process of deer proofing my front garden. We've always given the deer, we have a lot of deer in our garden, front and back. And we've always given the deer free reign. And we're, we're about to deer proof the front garden. They can have the back, which is big. So <laughs> they have space. So we when but we'll have the front so we can start growing our own vegetables. We, so we're on a journey on that side of things as well at home. But in terms of, of uh, clothes, especially, the, the whole idea is buy less and buy better. So it's not about putting a mandate on yourself not to buy clothes anymore, but buy clothes that are well made out of good fabrics and that when they then start wearing or or they rip or they you ha or you have stains that you can't get out you embellish them so you add to them to uh, increase their longevity and um you know if you think well I'm getting a little bit bored with this top then well maybe you do some hand stitching on it for example do some hand embroidery on it or or stitch some patches on it give it a new life lease of life like that or add a border at the bottom or things like that so try and be creative around that try and stay away from from fast fashion absolutely and the fact that you are not used to spending uh, more than 100 euros on one garment that does not mean that you can't afford it you you may actually be able to afford it and the reason that at the moment you think you can't afford it is because you buy lots of different garments that are all a lot cheaper yes and throw them away when you miss a button or something yes yeah so instead buy less of a better quality and of course that doesn't have to be layer cake but just try and start looking at your wardrobe in a different way slim it down literally slim your wardrobe down less number of garments that fit you well and that are of a good quality oh yes absolutely it's so liberating to do that and to just get rid of all the things that don't fit you well it is the heaviness that that pushes you down looking at the things you can't wear every time you open your closet you just get rid absolutely. of them slim it down yeah. Wear things more often. Don't push, put them in the laundry every time you only wear them once. You can just yeah. air them and uh, wear like a cotton tank top underneath. Yes. Or there's so many ways that you can yeah. do all these things. And for me personally, I am a large woman. I wear a size uh, 50 to 52 in Europe. I'm not sure what that is in, in UK. A 24. Um, big 24 but, in the UK. Yes, Yes. Yeah, so uh, it took me years to have a conscious wardrobe and only recently also because I'm focused on it like every hour because I'm working around conscious decisions uh, every hour of the day. Um, if I look down at what I'm wearing, I uh, my decisions have changed so much. So I, today I'm wearing a linen skirt that is handmade in the UK. Uh, I consider the UK local to me because <laughs> Holland is so small. I'm also wearing one of those uh, African type patterns that is made in Holland by that company called Vlisco. Yeah. And that top I have sewn myself, I think about 10 years ago. Cool. Um, 
And obviously underwear for me is harder. I, making my own bras, I I'm, probably will never do that. I will. I do buy from uh, a Belgian underwear brand, so I keep it. They're probably made. No, they're actually not made. And I think they're made in Europe. They might be. Anyway, so um, I'm wearing leather sandals that I bought on holiday in Stockholm. And instead of buying a lot of um, things I don't need on a holiday, I bought sandals that are leather and these ones will will go with me for years they are natural leather and un, uncolored un, un so they they change color um with wearing them and they'll get prettier it's just it's all small decisions and it's not hard it'll just take time it's not yeah don't don't change everything at once just one thing at a time yeah yeah absolutely absolutely so seeing as you are, I think you're about 10 years ahead of me in things, like seven to 10 years, we have gone on almost, this, well, it's a very similar journey with similar decisions. And um, what would your conscious business owner advice be for me? What are things that you would have done differently if in, in hindsight? Or do you never have any regrets? Um, I think I, yeah, I, I would say trust trust your gut and trust your, like be confident based on your gut feel. I'm still in the process of um, improving my confidence around what I do. I think for a long time, I've been far too tentative in my steps. And um, I've only recently started pushing much harder and really in increased my confidence. Um, so so it's, it's like, like go with your gut is, is definitely one thing. And uh, the other thing, I've, I just thought of something else with the whole conscious business thing. Oh, yes. Repeat, 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 repeat. Re really, repeat the message. You cannot repeat your message often enough. I have the tendency... That is so cool. I, I just... Yes, yeah, so go I, ahead. Sorry. I, I just came to that conclusion myself yes. just recently. Yes. Yeah. I, I tend to think, well, I've, I've said that once or twice, so people are getting sick of it now. No, most of them haven't heard <laughs> or seen it yet. Yes, exactly. You have to repeat it again and again and again. And every time you repeat it, you get more and more response. And you think like, hang on a minute, they must be getting so sick of me. No. The people who've heard it go like, yes, I agree. But most people won't have heard it. So it's like, repeat, repeat. You cannot jump on the barricades, on the barricades high enough and you cannot scream loud enough and often enough. Totally. I feel like sometimes I have um, made a new product with a new maker and uh, I show it twice and I'm like, oh, people will, there she goes with her sock blockers again. Yeah, <laughs> and no. hardly anyone has seen it. And I start, yeah. I'm starting to realize that. And it also yeah. means that you can work a lot smarter because you don't have to be so rushed to go into the next thing. You Absolutely. Can, and that's what I just realized. So I, I thank you so much for validating that uh, idea because... Absolutely. I am going way too fast. And at the beginning yes. of your story, you were talking about 
the owner of the body shop that she's a real entrepreneur. She has so many ideas and that you're in a long, like in a long-term project. And in the middle of the project, she goes, no, we're going to do something completely different. And that's what I do to myself. <laughs> so I'm, gonna, I'm like, no, I have another idea now. Ooh, squirrel. And there I go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now you have to be really careful with that. And you think, well, I've shown it twice. So everybody's seen it now. No. Yes. You know, think of yourself, you, you, you're online and you see something new that you've never seen before, but you're a bit rushed. So you think, oh, right. Oh, Saskia's doing a new sock blocker. That's interesting. Okay. On to the next thing because I'm rushing because I'm doing something else. Okay. Here we are two weeks later and I see you, 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 you're doing something else with your sock blocker. It's like, oh yeah, the sock. Haven't I seen that? Oh yes. Oh yeah, that was a sock blocker. Now, what was that sock blocker about? And I read a little bit more. Oh yeah, that's interesting. Ma, ah, sock blockers. Do, yes. Do I, have it? do I have any soft blockers? I don't actually remember. So what, <laughs> I, move on. I move on again. I still haven't bought any. You know, I've only just kind of caught up with what you're trying to do with the soft blocker. Oh, yeah, that, that's an interesting soft blocker. Well, if I ever need soft blockers, maybe I should think <laughs> of buying these. So, you know, I move on again. A couple of weeks later, you know, you're up, uh, whatever, we're in the Conscious Knitting Club. You're talking about your sock blocker. One of the people there shows the sock blockers like, oh, yeah, Saskia, sock blockers. What was the deal <laughs> with them again? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I just realized that I've got some socks. Actually, I could do with a pair of those. Yes, that's exactly what it's like. And you know what? I could be on the eight o'clock news announcing that I have new sock blockers. And not one of my customers might see it. Exactly. Yes, so definitely. Or they might think, oh, that's interesting. Oh, think about that. Boop, gone. That's it. And we all shop like that. You know, I sometimes return to a shop or to a basket that, is, that I've put something in three or four times before I actually pull the trigger and buy. Oh, absolutely. Me too. Well, there you oh, go. Oh, I am so bad. Oh, I have this... A Turkish uh, brand that makes leather um, covers for all kinds of things. Oh, cool. And I love it so much. And I cannot decide. I just cannot decide. I want to make a conscious decision. So I'm taking a long time. Yeah. Absolutely. You're so right. So yes. if we want to be slow, and if we want to be slow in making those decisions and making our purchases, we have to allow our customers to be slow and give them time as well. Absolutely. And also a nice byproduct of that is if you can be really mindful and slow in your business, then uh, it is helping you not to burn out. Absolutely. <laughs> Which is yeah. also a good thing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, this all these things come together so much. And that's why this podcast is not only for knitters. It's not only for customers. It's also for small businesses. It's actually for everybody that has an interest in living a smaller and more conscious life um, with all of these um, realm, within all of these realms. Yeah. So um is so, so lovely talking to you. I feel like we could talk like another hour before we're even <laughs> yes. touching easily. on all the things easily. easily easily so thank you so much will you tell us where we all can find you of course of course the website is www.theslowwardrobe all as one word .co.uk at the slow wardrobe on instagram and i think i'm still 
Tall Yarns on Twitter, but I'm also The Slow Wardrobe on Facebook. And Instagram and Facebook are where you can find me most, together with YouTube, where I have a YouTube channel where I do my video podcast. Um, I do a new episode every other week, and that's called The Slow Wardrobe as well. Great. And um, people can subscribe to the newsletter as well? They can subscribe to the newsletter on the website, and they can subscribe to the podcast, of course, on, on YouTube. And I alternate podcasts and newsletters. So if there's a week that I don't have a podcast, then I'll have a newsletter instead. And I do, compared to other companies, I do a lot of specials for my newsletter subscribers. So I do special products that nobody else ever gets to see. They don't actually make it to the web shop because they'll sell out oh, <laughs> on the basis of the newsletter. Very so cool. it's really worth it's really worthwhile subscribing to the newsletter. And one final thing is that the other thing I do um, in terms of customer loyalty is once you have made one purchase of a layer cake soliloquy or Trinity twist, that's another um, one of my own brand yarns that I do. After one purchase, you uh, the website recognizes you as a returning customer, and then you have a code which you can use forever, and it gives you a permanent 10% discount on any purchase you make of those three brands. That is an amazing idea. You are also full of uh, small business ideas. I, I just noted like three. <laughs> <laughs> That's really super, super awesome. Thank you so much. Hopefully, we'll get to meet in real life soon. Uh, yes. But until then, I will follow whatever you do. You're an example. You're an inspiration. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for having me. It's been lovely. Lovely.